Hello, and welcome to uh, If It's Gay We Play. If It's Gay We Play, Migraine Edition. 2.0. Fucking a million probably. Point oh. Yeah, 20.0. Kai has the migraine today. A Kai grain, as, as it were. As twer. Yeah, we like to trade which one of us has the migraine. Which is very sexy of us, I think. It's yeah. very useful of us. No, I would agree. So, yeah. Um, my name's Hannah. My pronouns are she/hers. My name is Kai, owner of the Kai Grain trademark, uh, and my pronouns are she/hers. My name is producer Aaron, and my pronouns are he/him/his. Welcome. Welcome, Welcome, Aaron. To, is actually what I was about to say for some reason. But hello, Aaron. I'm excited to be talking to you whenever I get the chance to talk oh, to you. Oh shucks, we should play more Call of Duty soon. I played ah, last night. shucks. Yeah. I tore it up. I tore it up on the. You should have uh, fucking let me know you were playing, Aaron. Well, I was playing trios with. My, oh, oh, uh, with your... oh, oh! Can I real quick? Yeah. <laughs> um. Does it count as the gayest thing if I played? Uh video games with my ex's uh live-in boyfriend because the live-in boyfriend yes. was very yes. very bored and sad yes. and yes. my ex texted yes. me and said hey would you play video games to cheer up my boyfriend <laughs> yes. yes 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 yeah, yes that absolutely counts so that's the gayest thing, thing i did this week and it was that's really fun good. and he's a great guy i'm very excited wow that's uh, wonderful that's so yeah. sapphic of you. I know it is. I've t- I've always said that Aaron was the most lesbian member of our household. Yeah, Aaron's a lesbian. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, you're you're excused, Aaron. If We've you... got this from here. Okay, well, thank you. I mean, I'll come pee pee. Come we'll back. back go pee pee. No, I, I go know, potty yeah. in the pee pee first. Yes, that's where I he's going. Pee-pee. Go pee pee in the potty. Well, maybe don't go potty in the pee pee. I don't know how that. Anyway. Works. Anyway. Welcome to the podcast. It's called If It's Gay We Play. It's about being gay. It's usually about video games. Uh, it's at least partially about video game, mostly about video games. I would say it's mostly about being gay. It's <laughs> definitely mostly about being that. games. Uh, it, nope. It's mostly about That's being gay. That's almost our uh, trademarked uh, saying there, Hannah. Yes, That's yep. real cute of you. Thank you. It's almost about... Fuck. It's always... It's almost always... It's all... Okay. It's always about being gay. Yeah. It's usually about video games. And then there's a little asterisk after usually, and it says sometimes. No, mo- I, would say, <laughs> I would still say most of the time, because I just listened to the Sarah Kane episode, and a solid third of it was video games. Okay, that's... Actually, probably more than that. Like, if I really, if I wanted to go through and pick, it was probably half and half. Okay. Because right. it's like half intro, half content, usually. Like my favorite murder, except we don't ramble on for fucking like two hours like they've started to. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. Cause I don't have that kind of time. Yeah. The only reason I listen to my favorite murder is because I enjoy mostly Karen Kilgariff's voice. I find Karen Kilgariff's voice extremely, A, sexy. B, soothing. I think She's mommy. She has big mommy energy. Yeah. Karen Kilgariff is with my, one of my, I don't know, like he, I, hero in quotes. But both one of the few straight people I look up to. And, <laughs> I like that way of putting it. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm very attracted to Karen Kilgariff. She's got a hot name. Yes. Hot voice. Yes. Hot face. Yes. Hot bod. Yes. Hot jokes. Yes. Hot pizza. Yeah. Uh, y- yes. Hot. Probably. Maybe. Uh, hot pool. Hot, definitely a hot pool. Hot dog. I'm just saying if Karen Kilgariff, Karen Kilgariff is very single. I'm just saying if she wanted a sugar baby, I would absolutely volunteer. I'll be any gender she needs me to be. That's a, that's a provable fact, folks. Yeah, like that's the great Hannah thing about... Hannah is gender fluid. She a gender will be fluid, whatever gender. Yeah, a gender fluid person is just like, I don't know, you want me to be like your boyfriend? I'll be your boyfriend. You want me to be your girlfriend? I'll be your girlfriend. I don't care. <laughs> I just want to be your friend. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Karen Kilgariff, uh, this is my official plea for Karen Kilgariff to become my sugar mommy. Um, I I would say I would say polite request. Polite request, yeah, not plea. I'm not really that desperate, but it, hey, you are interested. I'm definitely interested. Would it solve most of my problems? Maybe hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, actually, would it by extension solve a lot of my problems? Yeah, yes. Yeah, so yeah, this yeah, is yeah. why I'm in favor of this arrangement. It's great. She can come live with us, or we'll go live. No, we're gonna go. I'm gonna go live with her. I'm gonna split my time. Is part of the yeah, new arrangement. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But I'll take all y'all out there. It's like a sort of Persephone, Hades sort of deal. Yes, and in this case, I think Karen Kilgariff is Demeter, 
but yeah, she's, she's my mommy, mommy, not my mom. Yeah. And then you're Hades. So I or are tricked you. Orpheus? Mm. Is Danielle Hades? I'm not Orpheus because you live with me. Yes. And you would live with me for half of the time. That's true. So you are and Hades. Aaron is always Orpheus. So that's true. That's true. That's true. That's, that's a well known fact. Danielle is Cerberus. I well, I was gonna say uh fucking um Eurydice. Yeah, Danielle's Eurydice. Yeah. Hundred percent. And yeah. I'm Persephone. Wow, great. Yeah. Aaron? Yes, Aaron. Is, is it weird that um I've developed an actual uh complex about that in which I at some sometimes at night I wake up uh you know when you wake up in the middle of the night you're very scared for some reason? Does that ever yeah. happen to you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Constantly. So, Are you so, kidding me? So anxiety disorders. So sometimes I wake up and I become obsessed with the idea that when I find that like when I find true love, they will be uh killed. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and that they will that like on our wedding day or something they will in fact die do you know how orpheus. not surprising that is aaron has played orpheus in almost every single instance that i have ever seen anything involving a character named orpheus i even um, did the fucking uh the um music festival and yeah. i even picked the name yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, aaron yeah. is always fucking orpheus and it's like so weird to me. It's so weird to me. It Aaron, seems like some dope, sort of fate. You should get a dope Orpheus tattoo and Yeah, you it. should. I should. Uh, also, that can be I the set... middle of my chest. That would yeah, be sick, dude. That'd be so or like sick. a Dionysus Orpheus tattoo. Or like a spheres, so the spheres, the spheres. You don't have to be ripped to shreds to have no, a dope. No, you don't. No, but Orpheus, Orpheus was uh, ripped to shreds by Dionysian followers. Oh, so it's yeah, also yeah, yeah. funny that I've picked Dionysus as like my... I think, here's what I think would be very powerful for both your personal narrative and it would be a fucking sick tattoo mm. to have uh-huh. a chest tat of uh, Orpheus being ripped apart by the mania- the maniads yeah. uh, and Dionysus. The maniacs. Like, the, yeah, uh, which I think maybe that's the where the word comes from. It is where that word comes from. Yeah, the 10,000 maniacs. But, uh, uh, they were on the Biden. L word, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they were. Um, it's In Greek, it would be <laughs> pronounced my favorite fact about Mayanid. Uh, so, and uh, uh, that would be a sick tat, and you should get it. And Dionysus, like, presiding over it. I have a Mayanid tattoo. It's yeah. very I'd be down sexy. For that. I'd want it by the person who did your, um, your shoulder tats. So she's retiring from tattooing. Oh, yeah. She not only lives in Philadelphia, she's retiring to tattooing. But the person who's going to finish my forearm is my friend Kit, whose work I'll show you. Uh, she's amazing. She's, she gave us her couch. Um, cool. The couch is great. Kit of the couch. You slept on the couch. Uh, Kit's, Kit's phenomenal. I said you her work. Uh, shout out to Kit Evans, the tattooer. Kit Evans. She's definitely not listening to this podcast because she does not like podcasts. But you should go get a tattoo from her whenever yeah. you're allowed to yeah. do so. She doesn't even work at my shop. She's just a homie. She's just a great tattoo artist. She's a wonderful artist. artist. Yeah. Um, or two would also be dope for that. Yeah, uh, two would anyway, be point being. Um, what was, there was no point. We were just talking about 10,000 maniacs. How I wanted to kill Gareth to be my sugar mommy. Um, yeah, and I would still like that to happen. Hey, Kai. Hey, Hannah. What's the gayest thing you've done this week? Oh, God. I don't know. Maybe, like, be switching antidepressants and be so irritated by everything and everyone that I want to explode. Uh, and then have couples therapy with you on, on Saturday. Yeah, couples therapy where we talked for 75% of the session. Asher said... Maybe more. Asher said very little during our session. It was mostly us just fighting and Asher occasionally saying, hey, listen to each other. And honestly, it worked. I mean, it, more, we... it, it eventually worked. You did. Uh, you did kind of hang up on him at the end of the session. We were 10 minutes over. I know. You were also just so pissed off. It I was, was funny. I was that very was very gay. Off. Hanging up on your couple's therapist. Actually, yeah, gay. that's a good point. It's extremely gay. He is also my individual therapist yeah. and I, he has been for three years, so, uh, three and a half years. Yeah, almost, so I have like, like quite a relationship yeah, yeah, with him. Yeah, exactly. He came to your senior project. Like, yeah, so like. If it, it, y'all are homies insofar as that can still be professional and ethical as a therapist. Yeah, the only reason client. he came to that is because he was uh, semi-featured in it as yeah, the therapist. Totally. Yeah, so. Yeah, and I also think it's a wonderful, can I say, I think more people 
including us, should be inviting their therapists to their art ventures. Yeah, Because actually. I think that is essentially them paying you for a therapy session, and they are going to learn so much from the art you decide to well, make. Well, genuinely, especially, yeah, yeah, especially like that. Transbender. Especially Transbender. But even my, I think if my therapist came to Shakespeare, she would learn a lot about me, and that's not, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, well, it's very, it's actually very spiritual and important to me. Um, anyway, invite your therapist to your senior project. See what happens if you like your therapist. And so, yeah, hanging the, up on your therapist. Yeah, hanging up on my after therapist. After fighting for the entirety of the therapy session and hanging up on your therapist to go continue to fight for another hour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where, at the end of the fight, we came to an extremely big revelation. Like, we had we had a relationship epiphany that, like, relieved a bunch of the pressure um so it was very it was very healing and we fought with love yeah um i just wanted to give all how deeply lesbian how deeply l word that's if the actually yeah if the l word was written about people who experience empathy that would be a very l word situation i mean even even though it's not it's a very l word situation regardless hannah what's the gayest thing you've done this week that you can say that yeah it's that's definitely that um most of the well also and this is also what i've been playing this week so we'll segue into that yeah uh, the gayest thing i've done this week is my brain didn't feel like doing it any of it so i just played the living shit out of shadow of the tomb raider yeah. uh and watched my wife lara croft uh be hot and run around and, and lose everyone who was ever important to yeah. her no jonah's still alive uh, he survived three games so far knock knock i have not finished the game yet um yeah uh shadow of the tomb raider's fantastic i I'm really really at like the tomb it raider poster right now there it is We're oh yeah big fans that's the other thing i forgot that was this fucking week yeah, that, that i did this, this week, dog. dog you did all but this. the other gayest thing i did this week was rearrange all of the art in our house like almost every room of the house has been totally redone um including kai's room and my bedroom and I'm really, really proud of it. And I felt uh, very faggy the whole time. Like you I felt were. very, but it was, I was both very faggy because I was like cultivating art and like stepping away to be limp-wristed. But I was also very, very but, and, not but, and, I was yeah. also very, very butch because I just was wearing, uh, I was wearing skinny jeans, but I had a bunch of tools tucked into my belt. So that's very foot culture, I think. Um, and then I played a lot of Tomb Raider because that exhausted apparently my whole brain. So I played a lot of Tomb Raider after that, like a lot, a lot of Tomb Raider and I'm almost done with the game. I think I have like one or two main quests, uh, left and Tomb Raider is gay. Yes. That was what our very first episode of this podcast was about. And it really, I can talk about it more later if you want, but it really, um, re-solidified like why I love this Tomb Raider, this Lara Croft so much. Like why I love this Tomb Raider, yeah, so much for sure. And there's the con- sort of the platonic ideal of Tomb Raider also. But yeah, Kai, what is uh, you? What is you playing? I uh, have been playing a lot of Animal Crossing, and I've been starting to get into Words with Friends also. Oh yeah, I've been playing a shit ton of Words with Friends. Also. Um, yeah, which is a real game. Uh, and Words of Thrones has been really fun because it doesn't feel totally like I'm, you know, dissociative, but it also is like, it gives your brain a break somewhat because it gives you something to focus on and it's a challenge Mm -hmm. and there's points and that's very rewarding. I don't know. I like it a lot. I feel like I... Uh, I'm getting better at it the more that I play it, which is a very good feeling because I'm normally very, very bad at word games, mm-hmm. especially to start. So which is not, you're actually really good at bananagrams is the exception to that. Yeah, you're better at them than you give you than you give yourself credit for. I think Scrabble psychs you out. Is I part think of the yeah, problem. I think I'm partially bad at word games because I think I'm bad at word games. But anyway, regardless of why it's happening, I'm normally bad at word games, but this one I'm doing okay at, and that's nice. In Animal Crossing, I, uh, after taking the week off for uh, Easter, after giving up Animal Crossing for Lent, if you will, <laughs> um, I, mean- I, 
I did not want to play it because of the fucking bunny zipper. I did not want to play it one bit because of that goddamn bunny that is terrifying and is obviously somebody in a costume who is lying to you. If you, when you, um, when you're talking to Zipper as the character, if you take out your phone camera and you leave it on Zipper and you run off frame, Zipper stops doing his little cute bouncy thing that he normally does and exhales and just walks normally, like like relieved, like the exhalation is relief. And, and, and then if you come back, he starts doing it again. Anytime that you're anywhere near him, he's doing it. And he uh, doesn't let you see it like his back because it's got a giant zipper on it because it's a costume it's so freaky it's so freaky i hate it and then also eggs come out of everything you're just trying to go fishing and catch a fish and instead you catch an egg you're just trying to like get some branches out of a tree you get an egg you're just trying to like chop chop a tree down you get eggs you get eggs from the sky i think that's so funny from in the ground you dig up you dig up a fossil, it's an egg. <laughs> it's the worst. I hate it so much. Is it much. at least a fossilized egg? No. Because that would have been thoughtful, but no, it's No, it's just an egg. It's I just think... an Easter goddamn egg, and I don't care. <laughs> I don't care for it. I think that's so fucking funny. Because you I... hit a rock, there's an egg. <laughs> as you're speaking, as you're, as you're uh, ranting, I am picturing you, Kai Monahan. Like, I'm picturing little vignettes of you going through your day and just going out in the backyard and, like, leaning against a tree and an egg just falls. And you're like, God damn it. I like that a lot. I like that so much. It's a delightful mental image. I mean, that's basically what I would picture every time it would happen in Animal Crossing and it pissed me off more. The fact that I've been uh, switching over antidepressants probably did not, uh, you know, distance itself from from that fact. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, uh, yeah, how... how how upset. annoyed I got with the zipper upset situation. Easter made you in Animal Crossing. I yeah. forgot it was Easter. So anyway, point being, um, yeah, same here. But we had biscuits, so that's basically the same. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but point being, um, I'm like a week behind uh, the everyone else on like the internet and everything. On and the forums. On the forums, on the yeah. I'm boards. a week behind everyone else. So there's some stuff that in I'm like turnies. not as ahead in, but like, you know. Uh, so there's some of the discourse that's like a couple days ahead of me, and that's okay. Um, Here's a concept okay. for you. Yes. Animal Crossing as an eSport. Discuss. How? And more importantly, why? Well, the second part isn't important. Okay. How? I thought I thought maybe it would be fun to find out together. Perhaps we could <laughs> play in this space where Animal Crossing is an eSport. It would be kind of like cricket, except even less would happen. But in that, games would have to take, like, a full week. I mean... You'd have to have, like, a week to craft, like, however many things you crafted or something. Oh, okay. So there's multiple ways that you could do this, right? Because the game already has fishing competitions internally, and you can participate in other players' fishing competitions, I think. So, like... I'm so sorry. I can't hear you when you whisper like that. (laughs) I know, but the listeners did. It's fine. They'll find out later. Um... So anyway, uh, there's fishing competitions, and um, which I did not know, which is incredible. I didn't know that. It's incredible. Oh, yeah. Carry on. And imagine, and I imagine that those could translate very easily to esports. But then also, I imagine some sort of like crafting competition, like uh, like you know that um, blacksmithing competition or whatever, oh, sort of like that. Oh, forged in fire. Yeah, the one that our in, friends abusive X lost. Yeah, but in game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is, but they would have yeah, to be, I could see that. It would, the, the, the matches would have to be like a week long. So yeah, it would have yeah, to be yeah. like cricket in that people would just sort of like. Would they be streamed the whole time? Yes, absolutely. 24 7 Animal Crossing. Okay, it streaming. cannot be 24 7 because people will die if they are. No, they don't have to play straight. the whole time. For At night, the stream is just pleasant Animal Crossing characters asleep in their homes. But oh, the stream I like that. is still going. I like that very you much. Can, you, the that human, feels can... actually, hold on, no, that feels a little bit like voyeuristic, and it's that makes not. me feel a little uncomfy. It's a cartoon that's just going to sleep. I mean, it's, and then they will turn on chill lo-fi study beats. Okay, and it'll I'm be into chill that. lo-fi I'm study, Animal Crossing in. beats. The idea of it being silent, too. except for the sound of my own breathing, kind of freaked me out a little bit, but I do like the lo-fi study beats. Yeah, no, you don't put the stream in your bedroom, I right? Don't know. So, so you, the human, are not anywhere near the stream. You, the human, as the esports player, nobody can hear you breathing. 
It's just watching your Animal Crossing character and hearing the like sound of the waves in Animal Crossing. That's it's, chill. That's I'm what I'm that. saying. It's just the screen. I mean, my character's house is right by a um, waterfall. So yeah, my character's house that. is on the beach. It's dope as hell. Yeah, is all it's I'm super saying. dope. So all I'm saying is Animal Crossing, the new hot new esport. You would be, that would be an esport for you, Kai. Yeah. That you could be a, a professional Animal Crossing player. I just sure. love I dearly love the idea of competitive animal crossing like that's I do too. very very funny to me you could have like weeding competitions yeah i mean i basically won because i finally okay so here's another thing about me in animal crossing um i finally decided to weed my town because i like the way that the weeds look in this one they're really beautiful it makes it look all natural and mountainy and stuff I like it too. um but eventually tom nook was like look people aren't moving here because of these weeds you have to pull them up <laughs> He, like, pulled me aside, and he's like, Kai, listen, you're really fucking up this game because of your hashtag aesthetic, and you need to stop. So I said, okay. So I finally weeded all the weeds, and it was... Uh, he, he, there's a homeowner's okay. association. Aaron, listen, let yeah, me... This is all my least favorite parts about life. Is Hold on. Crossing, I'm and about that's why to I, don't, I won't do it. Say I won't the incredible it. amount of weeds that I pulled out. 752 weeds. You know, just regular human minutes that, that Kai will never get back. Right, right. I enjoyed it. I know, I know. I'm just making fun of you because it's not. If you ever buy a house, you'll have to actually also do that. At that, well, yeah. Yeah, but you don't have to if you buy a house in a city. Because, like, if we buy this house, no homeowners association, baby. We can let our wild. We can let our yard go wild. Yeah, it's just the suburbs that have homeowners associations because the suburbs are for garbage white people. Yeah, if we owned this house, I would replace uh, the lawn with like sustainable gardens. I mean, the sub- suburbs were created by garbage yeah, white yeah, people. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. why the suburbs have those HOAs. It's such d- d- dumb. Yeah, shit. suburbs are just created to be policed whiteness. Yeah, uh, but yeah, if you live like in the middle of a city or in a place like Golden that does not have built building codes do whatever you want yeah that's why all the houses in golden look crazy because you can do they whatever look you want great there. they look amazing that's because the mayor owns a strip club like no that's true in um glendale. oh no sorry i'm not talking about golden i'm talking about glendale sorry i said the wrong thing i was talking about glendale this whole time golden you can't do shit you can't smoke in public in yeah golden. that's true um and the Coors brewery smells like a soggy butthole that is also true. It smells like swamp ass is what the Coors Brewery smells like. So, Kai, you had a call-out corner for us. Yes, I have a call-out corner for us. So, um, one of our listeners uh, sent us some additional cultural context about um, Rupi Kaur. Mm-hmm. Um, her work is written, as in uh, Gurmukhi script, her work is written exclusively in lowercase, using only the period as a form of punctuation. She writes this way to honor her culture. She has said that she enjoys the equality of letters and that the style affects her, reflects her worldview. And her written work is meant to be an experience that is easy for the reader to follow with simple drawings to elevate her words. Um, it's, it, it's just kind of like, I feel like dunking on her is one of those um, uh, elitist sort of like weird section of tumblr things no like one of the yeah. same sections of tumblr that likes to dunk on steven universe and stuff um and i uh didn't say anything about it last time so i want to say something about it now especially that a listener brought it to my attention that it's not a super cool thing to dunk about no i appreciate it uh it's not my preferred style but i didn't I was coming from a place of like white academic elitism, uh, and that sucks. And I apologize. So yeah, yeah, not, I apologize. Too. Her work is not my preference, but I will refrain from dunking on it. I, yeah, as will I, and I also apologize. It's definitely different than Sarah Kane, though. That same listener also uh, let me know if you're cool being shouted out because that's that was good. Um, also, also said that uh, they enjoyed hearing about. Sarah Kane. What was I saying? Oh, that they enjoyed hearing about Sarah Kane. That that was a really interesting thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was you were saying something very important, and you did lose your sentence almost all the way. You made it. You got so close to yeah, the end. Yeah, this. And I this, know it's antidepressants. This switching. brain fog is really it's causing so me bad. Some such bad problems. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, infuriating. Um, I know. I'm sorry. But I'm... anyway, yes. 
Uh, so we've gotten a lot of really great feedback on our on our Sarah Kane information, yeah. which is just delightful. Oh, Thank fun. you, folks. Um, yeah, it was a really fun conversation to have. So I'm and I feel like I learned a lot. And I feel like oh, I, th- I learned a hopefully ton. other people learned a lot. Crack it open a cold one. Fucking oh, yeah. dip Fucking and rip, baby. Get what it, are you drinking? Um, do you really want to know? Yes. Yeah. It's um, Hy-Vee brand orange naturally fav- flavored sparkling water beverage. Oh, that's not that bad. No. It's just, it's just cheap sparkling water. Well, basically. I just love how how bad it looks. It does look It's just awful. the like, worst. It's it bad. Pa- it's very bad packaging. So it's a beverage mistake in that way. Like the be- drinking the beverage isn't necessarily a mistake, but the beverage has made a lot of mistakes itself. I will say this. My mom okay. cracked open a lime one and started drinking it and immediately went and like started shaking her head back and forth. My mom's dramatic, but also it does essentially just taste like like a like a chemical. It doesn't yeah, really it taste like, like, a- like anything, but for some reason it's more pleasant for me to drink than regular water because I'm broken. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. You, yeah, first you of all, it both, sounds buddy. like it tastes like a chemical. Like, it sounds honestly more like a hair dye than a beverage. Um, or a nail polish color, actually, yeah. than a beverage. Uh, second of all, I do think, Aaron, that there's something that's gone wrong deep inside of you where you actually prefer bad liquids to good liquids i yeah, oh i was thinking no, I think it was more in terms of preferring carbonated liquids to non-carbonated no 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 liquids. it's about the qua- it's the the quality of the liquid cuz oh. you would prefer like a a bud light michelada or whatever over like a lot of fan- quote unquote fancy wines for instance um is that you know true? What? I like sometimes. I can't. Okay, thoughts. Thoughts. Um, I, Tell me your thoughts. Here we go. Um, I think bourbon and like low grade scotch. I can't touch it. I can't. There's nothing worse in the world. I'll drink anything. Um, I also don't like vodka at all. Yeah. Or I tequila. I, so when it's liquor, it has to be pretty nice or just like absolutely abhorrent. Um, okay. And like <laughs> yeah, a, totally. a joke that I'm drinking it in the first place. Like Buckfast. Um, like that, like, well, I like Buckfast. And then also... Uh, exactly. Uh, and then also, um, I didn't like that potato stuff from Norway, but I did drink it. Yeah, that's that Do stuff you, was gross, but you did drink it. It tasted like uh, like licorice and yeah, it was, like some type it was of gland from uh, like a servant cat. <laughs> Dude, it was so bad. It did taste like licorice piss. That's exactly what it tasted yeah. like, cat piss and licorice. It was so bad. It was aquavit. My possibly least favorite liquor I know now. Yeah. Then we didn't know what anything was because we were 20 and carefree. That's yeah. beautiful. And that's so poetic. It is so poetic. So um, anyway, I wanted to hear more about how angry Animal Crossing makes Aaron. Aaron? It doesn't make me w- angry. What is it? It doesn't make me angry. I'm not angry. Okay. But Well, but... what is it about Animal Crossing that you're not caring for? The chores, the same thing. Okay, okay. Here's the thing. Uh, Like six different people have messaged me, um, including the including X from the top of the show, um, about like, hey, do you play Stardew Valley? I'm like, "Uh, no. It seems like a really great game, but I'm not into it. And they're like, oh, I thought you'd really like it. Um, It's a chore simulator. Simulator. Yeah, I don't. I just I hate chores i hate them i hate i don't want (laughs) to dust i don't want to clean i don't want to pick weeds i don't want to vacuum i will do it and i will keep my room my room is a mess right now but i will like yeah i was about to say aaron hold on we lived with you (laughs) i will do you'll do it sometimes i will do the things uh but i hate it you don't want to want to so why would i use my precious free time my most precious resource to do a thing that i can do in real life and don't like doing in real life as opposed to um doing a thing i could never do in real life and wouldn't want to do in real life like jump out of an airplane and go shoot up a bunch of people in a in a war zone um that has no political or moral implications to it you know, like that's that's cool. Like I could, you know, I can do that, and that's like, you know, you can't do that in real life. Uh, 
you for sure can. And, uh, you know, I, I know which of the two games uh, that you've listed I play with you. Yes. So, um, oh, yeah, and I can't punch demons to death on Mars in real life. You know, I, That's, oh, I just bought uh, Doom, the Doom reboot on it was on sale for eight dollars on PlayStation, yes. so I just bought it. To um, play. I'm very excited. I've already lost interest in Borderlands three, so I'm just yes, gonna play. Yeah, that, that was about the life, the half life for me as well. Um, yeah, uh, I can't run away from Mister X through the halls of Raccoon City Police Department in real life. Oh man, Mister X scares me. Mister so X, bad. yeah, I would never. Mister X is scary the first playthrough, but since the game is built around f- needing to do four playthroughs, uh, twice with both characters, um, huh. He's less scary because you've killed him by the next time you start the game. So at that point, it's more like an like it's more like a game mechanic that can be annoying, and sometimes it is frightening because he comes out of nowhere. Um, yeah. But once you've but you're a little bit better prepared for it on the second time. Not even you, no, you can't least... be prepared. Your only choice is to oh, run okay. away. He's just not scary anymore because you've blown him up. You yeah. know that's the thing. That's the thing about horror games and movies. They need to learn that the only way it stays scary is if they don't give you the opportunity to fight back. Because, also in horror movies, the thing stops being scary as soon as you can fight back. That's why Hereditary was scary yes, all the true. way through, right up to the end, because there was nothing to be done. Uh, which was great. And that's why I don't like slasher movies, because as soon as they can like fight back against the thing, it's like, okay. like it's it's well, Hold on, actually, Aaron, I- what about the uh, video game alien in the most recent alien franchise game that's like alien isolation alien you isolation you can't really yeah. fight back like still like you can like get it away you can get it away, you can get away from you but you but cannot you kill, kill it. it that is part yeah, of that whole true. game that's okay. my thing if you can get it away from you like that is still horrifying or if there's like okay. so many of the thing that there's no way like if the fear yeah. is based around that guy uh which in Resident Evil it mostly is like the the fear part is Mr. X. I'm 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 going so, on too long. So basically, no, I was I just gonna. Uh, so so basically, hold on. Is is Tom Nook a sort of nemesis type figure <laughs> in the Animal Crossing games, similar to? Because you can never <laughs> defeat him. Yeah. You yeah. can only you can only continue to pay tribute and hope that the nook is merciful. Yes, you yeah. can only beat him back with a stick made of bells. Or yeah. miles. Oh, you know what else freaks me out about Animal Crossing is that there's the curvature of the earth and it's like, is this how big the whole world is? Is there nothing else? There is a lot of else because there's tons of other islands. Right, but there aren't but really. It, the fact that you can see the curvature is there crazy. Aren't really, yeah. because you hit a button and you teleport to the island. There's no way to like get in yeah, a continuous, it, it kind of implies that world. all of it's these islands. Uh, well, it's a plane, but it it almost implies that all of these islands are in like pocket dimensions, and that the do- like the plane yeah, ride freaks me is out. freaks me out. Like, if I you, could you fly, if it was, like, No Man's Sky and I could hop in the plane and, like, literally, like, fly and be like, oh, my friend's island is five miles north of mine. And then once I've done that, then I can, like, quick travel there. Uh, I wish you could sail. Great. But the fact that it's pocket dimensions is also scary to me. I find it delightful. I That's fine. That's fine. You asked me why I didn't like it. And that's... No, I know. I'm just separately saying I like the fact that it's pocket dimensions. Yeah. I'm not like arguing with you, Aaron. I think it's perfect that you have. I am in the I am in the middle opinion. ground between your two opinions because I'm utterly neutral about. The and I want to say it is a clearly a very good game. The art style is incredible. The music is awesome. Like a lot of the ideas behind it are so neat, um, and. It makes a lot of people very happy, and I get the appeal. It's just not a thing that is for me. And I think that that is definitely very reasonable. Um, And Hannah got – you were done with it, I think, after about two weeks or something. Yeah, I played it for the first two-ish weeks – well, probably the second two weeks of quarantine because it came out at the end of the first week of quarantine. So the the, like – Sort of when it started to that that really really rough patch of quarantine, yes, uh, was when I was playing Animal Crossing, and it was very soothing to me then. But now I just like 
don't really have a lot of desire to pick it back up. Yeah. Uh, I haven't had a lot of, I, I get weird in, in console moods. I don't know if you experience this, but mm-hmm. like, um, I've just been desiring to play like more, like a bit, I want to play Tomb Raider or first person RPG or not first person, but like RPGs, action RPGs like that. Like I want to sure, play, for sure. like I downloaded Doom cause I want to play like a big gory action slash hack and slash RPG adventure. Yeah. Uh, and I might uh, pick God of War back up once I finish Tomb Raider because it has a similar energy. But anyway, point being, uh, I haven't felt as much like Animal Crossing style stuff. No, I totally get that. I definitely uh, get or like in, Switch games. As a person who has been lucky enough to have a multitude of consoles mm-hmm. throughout my life, I definitely get in different like console moods. And there's sometimes still that, like, the mood to play a fucking GameCube game strikes me. Mm -hmm. Like, Chibi Robo was one of my favorite games of all time. I think I loaned it out to Henry. Um, And it's just this cute little GameCube game that I sometimes feel like playing, just like Cubivore. There's just, there's console moods. I get it. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll sometimes get really, really strong cravings to play um, Pokemon Coliseum, specifically. Oh my god, yes. That game is so... Fun. Yeah, it's shitty so and it's so Pokemon fun. It XD does have Gale of Darkness. It has. I have not played Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness, and I I have always threatened to fan. one of these days I will set up the Wii and I will play through Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness for the first time. Um, and uh oh, po- sorry, lost my turn. <laughs> Pokemon Coliseum. Uh, that game is so fucking fun. Um, no matter how good other Pokemon games are, and no matter how fucking go- good Sword and Shield is, there's just something about the very specific energy of Colosseum, the the insane battle mountain that is just the most ridiculous gauntlet. Yeah. Uh, but also this Pokemon, so I was able to cover it, uh, conquer it, and because it was a little more simplified in uh, Colosseum, like I wish the battle mountain existed in in like I wish they would just transport the battle mountain to uh pokemon sword and shield they fucking might i don't know I, that would be amazing uh, i am so fucking excited for the uh dlc me too for s- s- me shield. too anyway um and pokemon coliseum has my all-time favorite um cast of pokemon villains but my singular all-time fo- favorite pokemon villain which is mirror b yes correct correct mirror opinion. b and his like squad of ludicolos who just like do their little ludicolo dance the whole time yeah that you're fighting them in a cave oh it's so good i just have such I a pleasant recently replaying energy. pokemon coliseum semi-recently within the past five years one time in this house when i was very high on cough syrup i think i had some sort of like respiratory illness or something this was this when you got a um viral lung lung infection from me and then you wouldn't stop smoking cigarettes so you then got a bacterial lung infection yes yeah that was a fun time Uh uh-huh um so anyway i was very high on cough syrup and i replayed pokemon coliseum and it was very good you do you deserve to be put on blast for that one yeah no i definitely do i'm i'm not i'm not upset about i i I have no defense for that one that's (laughs) that's just true pokemon coliseum is very very fun i was i was totally thinking of a separate thing while you were talking about that also um we we were thinking of things that were coming out in the near future and i was thinking about cyberpunk uh I'm so and fucking excited for that game. I'm, I'm wondering if y'all think that game pants. is gonna have an online mode so we can like play together uh that, there might be some i bet be there's like gonna a... be some sort of like arena mechanic like i bet there will be some sort of like way to do like o- online fights or something but yeah, i don't I think there'll be any sort of like co-op i think it will be a, a very strictly single player game yeah i mean one of the big things about cyberpunk the the tabletop game is that it's a, a group tabletop game yeah and so, so, so i but i feel like cyberpunk the video game might be a totally different game if it has Groups. It feels like it has the energy of like a single person narrative yeah. RPG, and I might just be assuming that because that's what CD CD Project Red is good at. Like yeah. that's what they have done before. Like you yeah. might have a party of NPCs because uh, I think in the in The Witcher, don't you have like companions or something, Aaron? Hmm. Is there any sort of is there any sort of party mechanic in The Witcher games? Party like in The Witcher Three mechanic? Yeah. Like, uh, like, like do you have companions? Oh, okay. Sorry, or for a second, my brain reeled because I thought you were talking <laughs> about like the Mass Effect 
like party on the ship Close. citadel yeah 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 the the citadel dlc the and the fame citadel dlc no 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 okay. i'm talking about like no. do you have companions no, there are no it fight. is just Geralt, and that is it and sometimes you do a mission. But you have a lot of relationships sometimes you do a with mission people. with yeah. somebody else and at the end of the mission you get to see them naked and then you do the next mission and the, the et cetera et cetera and then you see another person naked, and basically you go and through the whole game looking at naked people. Sometimes, like one of the main characters who's like pretty cool, like her outfit is literally like you can see her areola from the corner of the thing because they literally has pasted clothes on top of her existing character model, which I thought was hilarious. I was like, why not just make another character model with clothes? Nope. Because I can literally see this person's nipples all the time. <laughs> um, but okay, well, fine, I guess. Which, like, if that was their own choice would be completely fine, but the fact that that game is made by men primarily makes it n- not good. Yeah, like... That's it, not shaming the characters, it's shaming CD Projekt Red. Right. Yeah. No, no, exactly. So, like, knows? I don't have a problem with... Yeah, sure. Uh, like, yes, if that character had her own agency, then yes, absolutely. I'd say, right. send it, queen. I would be hi- highly, highly in favor, yeah, I would exactly. say, of that. Um... Sorry, I'll stop banging my vape against yes, the table. Yes, please, for the love of God. Because I gotta have my vape. Yeah, so I because of that, I've I've been envisioning uh, uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven as a uh, as that style of game as like a third person over the shoulder yeah, RPG. Sure. But we'll see. It would be a kind of a will. shame if you got to heavily customize this character model that you never got to see. So I kind of hope it's third person over the shoulder, so that you get to. Um, like look at your dope character that you are making. Yeah, I I hope so too. Um, I imagine that it might be something like a like a Fallout game where you can either be first person or third person. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be dope as hell. And I just remembered that I already pre-ordered it. Oh, congratulations! What an excellent choice. And I pre-ordered a physical copy so people can borrow it. Um, Aaron, what have you been playing this week? <gasps> I'm so happy you asked. Um, okay guys, so I have been playing. So I beat uh, Leon Kennedy's first playthrough run of Resident Evil 2. Um, Congratulations. I beat Congrats. Doom 2016. Maybe I did that before last time. I can't remember. It's been a long week. Neither can you I. were almost done, but you texted it that you texted oh, okay. us that you beat it like the next day. So yeah, so <laughs> wow, that's wild. So it, since we've last spoken on this podcast, I've beaten Doom twenty sixteen. I have beaten Leon Kennedy's first playthrough on Resident Evil two. Wow, and I have begun playing uh, League with Dylan. League of Legends. Uh, I have my twenty. Oh my I have god! One champions currently, and I have to get back I on. Have, Holy I shit! I have a two point oh one uh, elimination death assist ratio, so that's cool. Uh, Super cool. And yeah, I don't know. I like it more than I thought I would. Surprisingly, and I don't care about it yet, so I don't get frustrated. Yeah. Uh, which sure. is great. I've been playing Paladins. I've just gotten to the level where I can be ranked in that game. Uh, played Ooh. a bit of Overwatch with my sister, and I played Call of Duty where I got six kills in a battle royale, which is my highest ever. And we placed, um, what did we place on that one? 13th, uh, which is one of my lower rankings, honestly. Yeah. Like for my have squad, you, um, but... Have you won one yet? No, I've never won a battle royale, but uh, I was really proud of the work I did on that one. Um, I'm proud of the work you did in that one, too. Yeah, so I've been playing a lot of competitive online games and um, then a couple of, like, shorter campaign ones. Um, Oh, I also started playing uh, Stalker called Shadow of Chernobyl. Um, I'm going to play through the Stalker series because it's really fun. Um, I have no idea what that is. Um, It's based on a series of Russian books. Um, Cool. Yeah, it's about um, an alternate reality where the Chernobyl disaster, like the fallout, caused like um, like mutants and cool. like zombie animals and stuff like that, and that there's certain people who go into the exclusion zone 
um, and like explore it and bring back these artifacts that are like exist as interdimensional things. Um, it's it's a cool game. Sick. That sounds nice. Dope. That does sound really yeah. fun. I remember seeing the stalker games like on the shelves at GameStop when I was younger and still went there. Um, but I never knew what they were. No. They just always looked kind of vaguely interesting. They're cool. They're very scary. Uh, one of the few games where, like, when it's nighttime, it's, like, truly nighttime. Um, where you'll be, like, walking through an area, and all of a sudden you'll hear, like, a dog growling at you or something. And you're like, oh, shit. Uh-huh. And then you look around, but literally all you can see is where your flashlight is pointing. And you're, uh, and oh, you're that's a half upsetting. mile from the uh, merchant that you were trying to get to before the sunset, but you got distracted real quick. And uh, the AI is really good, so they'll hide in bushes and they'll wait for you to like look away from them to come and get you. Oh my god! Yeah, it's, it's, well, it's a well-programmed scary. game, Terrible. and it had really low sales in its time, which sucks because uh, all three of them are really good. So yeah. Well, that is unfortunate. I mean, it sounds it sounds dope. I would watch watch that for sure yeah i would watch you play it but i would not play it myself Ooh, got some za Uh uh-huh chomping on some of that za Mm -hmm. delish Mm, away from the mic so danielle doesn't kill me yeah so you don't go to danielle's podcast jail Mm um i do not have the energy to talk about nostalgia this week Uh, yeah we'll talk about it next week but i think that I think that we can go ahead and wrap this one up. Yeah, I can make this a little bit of a shorter one because of the aforementioned Kai Green TM. Yes. Uh, thanks thank thanks to that listener for that call out. Thank you. Uh, sorry. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I sorry and thank better. you. And I will also do better. I appreciate that. Um, thanks to you for listening to our show, our yes, program. Thank you. If you enjoyed it, you can find us on social media at Gay Gamers, G A Y G A M E R Z. That is our handle on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can email us at if it's gay we play at gmail.com. Um, we welcome call outs or call ins or um, well intentioned discourse or praise or criticism or whatever on any of our uh, communication outlets. Uh, if it's gay we play at gmail.com and the aforementioned usernames. Thanks to Aaron for both producing this podcast, for composing our th- and recording our theme song. Uh, and for producing the Stick Poke Prod Network, home of uh, fine programs such as By the Grace of Pod, Hot, Hot. Uh, which is sort of on possibly permanent hiatus, but is uh, got a great backlog. <laughs> 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 um, there's a, a new project in the works with some of those folks that sounds like it's going to be pretty neat. Um, you can also listen to No Exit. It's a horror comedy podcast, I, comedy horror podcast, excuse me, I do with my friend Wendy. Um, I am too much of a big baby or I grew up as too much of a big baby to watch horror movies. Um, so Wendy's showing me all of them for the first time as a, uh, late twenties adult and I'm learning to love the genre. It's great. Um, oh I'm, no, I'm learning. <laughs> Sorry. Real, real quick, right in the middle of this. Uh, oh boy. I'm going to try and get this episode out as soon as possible. Um, Watch the live streams that your uh, local news station may or may not be doing of the protesters at your state capitol or, uh-huh. or yes. town hall. Uh, I've been watching it, uh, like, checking in during this recording, and it has gone from, like, a scattering of, like, 150 people to, like, probably 400 people on Yikes. the steps. It's a lot. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yep, um, I hope that the response to that is to extend the stay-at-home order because a gigantic gathering of people is happening in the middle of the city. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, that's upsetting. I've been on quarantine for a full month. Happy month anniversary to me. Um, we have... got a cat, maybe. Oh my god, Wait, we what? forgot! Oh, what? Yeah, sorry, wow. I'm glad I, okay, that? I'm glad I derailed us from ending before you could yeah, say that. Yeah, I'm so glad you derailed us from ending the podcast. This is the post, the PS, the postscript. So we've submitted all the forms, uh, and we've bought all the stuff, because even if, God forbid, we don't get this cat, we will get a cat. So I ordered, we've ordered a bunch of shit off of Chewy. Um, we... Uh, we're we're just sitting on the living room floor, and Kai was like, "Do you want to look at cats?" And I was like, "Yes." And we found 
on the first page of the shelter, there was this beautiful, adorable black cat with his little head all tilted to the side, all curious, and his big wide eyes. And I said, what? And his name is Crawfish. Uh, And so I said, I must meet this young man. And we met him over a Zoom call, and he slept slept through through the Zoom call, first first of all. He was too lazy. Um, so we just let he's he's with a foster da- foster parent right now. So yeah. uh, when he appeared on the Zoom later, we sat down and he was just so curious. He was staring right at the camera and like just kind of like looking and he was just chilled out. And then when he, he taught he like hung out for a little bit and then just politely asked to totter away. Uh, he's apparently very vocal. Uh, he apparently loves to cuddle. He loves he'll, to sit on your he lap. sleeps with you. Yep, sit on your lap or next to you while you're working, or he'll yell at you until you let him participate. Yes. Um, he'll sleep with you. Uh, he's apparently extremely chill and adjusted to his foster environment very quickly, like started cuddling his foster parent very quickly. Yeah. He's very kind. Uh, he's FIV positive, which is totally fine. Just means we have to get, if we get another cat, has to be FIV. And he is polydactyl. He has thumbs. I love him. I love him. And uh, we have an appointment on Friday. Assuming all the applications go through, uh, we have an appointment on Friday to go pick him up at the uh, to do like a one-on-one PPE um, meet at the shelter to take him home. Yeah. 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 So that's the other gayest thing we did this week. Is hopefully adopted a cat. That's amazing. Are you going to keep the name Crawfish? Yes. Absolutely. It's a perfect name. How old is It's the best name. Three years old. Three years old. As he gets older, will you maybe call him Crawdaddy? Yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Absolutely. I already have made Crawdad jokes. (laughs) Good. I will get him any and all crustacean-themed toys. Yes. Um, He's perfect, Um, and I'm very excited to meet him. So uh, if it if it falls through, we will emotionally process it and uh, find a different child. Uh, but right now, we're really really hype on this one and really really hoping for this cat. So send us positive cat adoption vibes yeah. for Sending. crawfish. Sending for our now. hopeful new new son crawfish. Um, we told Orbit he's very excited. Yes, Orbit the pod pup. So anyway, continuing so anyway, to wrap up. This has been the podcast. Uh, once again, social media at Gay Gamers G A Y G A M E R Z on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Once again, if it's it, gay, we play yeah. at gmail.com. Once again, thanks to producer Aaron for the theme song and producing the Stickbook Prod Network. Check out No Exit and By the Grace of Pod. Hot, hot, uh, Last but not least, uh, keep playing gay and keep being games. And fuck shit up. Goodbye. Goodbye.